Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Primetime with Alex Stein. And I'm sure you're well aware that last night was our 99th episode and we brought Darius back from the dead. It was an incredible event and arguably one of the greatest talk show moments in the history of recorded media. And while all this was going on, we had a bunch of Republican blowhards yapping it up on stage like a bunch of 13-year-old gossip queens attacking each other's personal character instead of coming up with solutions to help fix a crumbling country. We even had the 400-pound manatee from the coast of New Jersey calling Donald Trump, get this, Donald Duck. And honestly, maybe you should take some of your own advice and duck the buffet line or the Arby's that you never leave, Chris. I mean, seriously, I'm a large man myself, and as a fellow fat guy, I'm usually empathetic to your addiction to sweet and savory food, but at this point, you need to hit the treadmill instead of the campaign trail, Governor Slimslow. And listen, this was the only interesting highlight of the entire debate, other than the behind-the-scenes moment of Governor DeSantis getting his makeup touched up by a professional makeup artist. But other than those two things, it was just a boring snooze fest. And my man Vivek called out some mental illness issues in the non-binary community. But once again, this is just common sense and shouldn't be celebrated at all because it's just the truth. So I want to say thank you to all the chat rats for skipping that dumpster fire and choosing to watch this dumpster fire with black and white Darius competing for a job that they will both get fired from eventually. Now, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Prime Time with Alex Stein. We have a wild show for you this evening, and that is not an understatement. We have the one, the only Roger Stone coming on over Skype to give us his opinion of how uh, much of a disaster last night's uh, Republican debate was. But before we get to Roger, I have to welcome on, I mean, this guy is an internet legend. I mean, he's the host of Lotus Eaters. He's an icon. They've tried to ban him. They've tried to stop him. You may know him as Sargon of Akkad, but now he is a new man like Prince, the one, the only, Carl Benjamin. Hey, man. How's it going? Do you, do you hate Jimmy? Why is my producer so dumb? Jimmy... What I do? You know, his name's not Sargon of Akkad anymore. It's Carl Benjamin. Sargon of Akkad had more SEO. Yeah, but do you understand? He's a guest that, so it doesn't I, matter I know, about all... SEO. You, we're at, he's making time to come on our mm -hmm. show for free, mm -hmm. and the lower third should reflect his chosen name, his mm -hmm. right, correct pronoun. You love pronouns because you're gay, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I do love pronouns. pronouns. Yeah, yes, I and love them. You believe so much. that a man should be able to choose their name? No, no. yes. <laughs> So why are you gender denying his name? Yeah, I you I thought he identified as Sargon. No, he does not identify as that any longer. Is that true, Carl? Yes, yes, true. So you are trans name? He is trans name. He did trans. So you're a trans namer. I guess I am. So you eat lotuses? To, to be honest with you, I'm a D-transer. Oh, he's a D-transitioner. I am too. Actually, Carl, it's funny you say that because, you know, I get a lot of heat on the right side because I put on a tuck-friendly bathing suit and I went into Target. <laughs> and uh, this bathing suit was designed to cover male genitalia and still appear to be a woman. So I tested it out. But the people on the right... Did it work? It works great. It works great. And I have a big hog. I got a lot to tuck. But my point is, the people on the right, they said, Alex, you're just as bad as these drag queen story times for children because I was doing drag in, in a sense. <laughs> Which is true. That's what, kind of got you. That's what I'm saying. See, I can't, I can't debate this. So my whole point is I have to detransition. I'm not Alexandria yeah. anymore. We had a big moment on this show. I detransitioned from Alexandria. So, yes, guys, tonight you're watching two detransitioners. I detransitioned my female, uh, whatever, my female version of myself, I guess you'd say. Alexandria. Alexandria. And Carl detransitioned from Sargon of Akkad. Yes. Uh, 50 something super chat, NOK. I, what current currency is NOK? Who cares? What did they say in the they super say, chat? They say, I laughed so hard, I tinkled. Shut the hell up, Jimmy. That's did what you know, it said. Carl, he went to Princeton. What do you think about Ivy League schools? All these people that think, oh, I went to Oxford, I know all this stuff. I think it makes them dumber, and I'm not even saying that sarcastically. You know, I've never been to any of them, so I don't know. But uh, I've met a lot of the people from them, and uh, there's a good chance they come out really Don't well. show the YouTube, Jimmy! That's the wrong 
YouTube, you I'm idiot! So, I'm sorry. Jimmy! I'm dead naming Jimmy, his YouTube. Jimmy, I do not dead name our guest! I'm sorry! Stop! I have my blade out for a reason! Oh, fudge. It's six inches! The perfect size of your aorta! I thought you were gonna go. No, I'm not gonna go, because you're gay! Because everything you yeah, think about yeah, is gay! gay. Yeah. Penis! I say six inches and your brain goes to penis, because you're a homosexual! When I think of six inches, I think of a subway half of a foot long. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm me not too, gay. but. Me too. No, you don't. Do you guys have subway in London? Yeah, you guys have that. Yeah. Is it as gross there as it is here? Yeah, it's exactly the same product. Yeah, it's disgusting. They make their sandwiches out of yoga mats. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. Yeah, I swear. It's, and the bread. That explains a lot, though. Fact check me. There, there is no, a, I believe it. I don't need the this. same plastic chemical that's in their bread that's supposedly <laughs> made yoga mats out of. But, that's a serious thing. Okay, now we got to get into the show. Caption contest. My least favorite part of the show. Jimmy, if you, my picked, a favorite. If you picked a picture of yourself again. Jimmy, we do a caption contest every show, and Jimmy picked a picture of himself last week. He's such a dumbass. Okay, so this is Cherokee Stein and Darius doing something weird with his tongue. Okay. Well, you're also burning a Ukrainian flag. Okay, that's neither here nor there. I see Darius is pulling a power move and keeping his stubble. I demand a smooth brother always. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Okay, that's number one. Now, number two. Reincarnating black trans Pocahontas for the new upcoming Disney adaptation film. Okay, that's pretty good, Scuba Steve. Thank you. And for my next trick, I will have Darius swallow this flaming flag and crap out a gay Nazi. Okay, that's not good, Jimmy. We can't use no, the N-word. that was hilarious. No N-words. Not the N-word and not the N-word. You know which ones I mean, all right? So, next one. What does that say? Chief won a PP burning the ceremonial fig flag? Is that what that is? Yeah, fig. That one seems to get the best response, but I want to go back to number one. This one, I see Darius is pulling a power move and keeping his stubble. I demand a smooth brother. And who said that? I can't read their name. Dolph Lundgren, 5777. I love Dolph Lundgren. Carl, are you familiar with the boxer Dolph? Or with the, he played the character of a boxer. Are you familiar with Dolph Lundgren? Darius, get your I ass am, here yeah. right now. Oh, and we actually figured out how to do a poll now. So thank you, Ginger Jimmy. Darius, urgency, urgency, urgency. Okay, so... Carl, this is Black Darius. He's one of my worst employees. He, Jimmy is worse than him. This is one of my worst ones. So they don't like that you have hair. So we got to, we have to, uh, we got to wax a little bit of this hair right here. Okay, Carl, have you ever waxed a 240 pound black man? Get off it! Get off! Get off set! Get off set! Darius, get off! Get off set! Aiden, what, Darius? Did I tell you to come on set? Gosh, not since I've been in America, anyway. Yes, thank you. He has not ever since he's been here. Okay, now, this is the application. Do you see this wax? Do you feel the wax on your head, Darius? I do. You see how it's all permeated there? Show the people there. This is a very... Carl, did you know the forehead is one of the sensitive, most sensitive parts of the whole entire uh, skin layer? Oh, yeah, I wrote my university thesis on it. Well, Carl actually did a thesis on no, this. I'm making that up. I didn't. <laughs> oh, well, is he going to bleed, though? Do you know if he's going to bleed? I have no idea. Okay, well, we're gonna. That's that's probably like that gonna. Angle so we can see Carl's reaction. Let's get Carl's reaction. Okay, on three, Darius. One, two, three. Ah! Ooh, that hurt, didn't it? That hurt, didn't it? Show his face, and look at his face. He's crying. Ooh, keep crying, little bitch ass. Keep crying. You, you be crying too. Yeah, I'll be crying. Keep crying. That's what you get when you show up late and you don't want your earpiece in. That's what you get. Carl, have you ever, so you've never waxed an African American man? L only, only have case. Here, wax him right now. You wax this. Get it, Carl. Let Carl rip it off. Let Carl. Go let Carl rip it off you. I don't think I You can. let him rip it off you, Darius. He's our guest. He's our guest. Hurry. Darius, go. Let him rip it off you and tell him thank you. He came all the way from London to do this. Okay, so now you're going to get I am, uh, I'm sorry. Ah! Oh. Look at all that hair! So, I'm so sorry. So who, who sent that super chat? Jimmy, tell them thank you so much. Okay. Thank you for that super chat. We really appreciate uh, so it. So is one the winner regardless of the poll? Yeah, hey, well, hey, hey Darius, um, you want to get off set? What are you doing? Yeah, you guys get off set now. Just get off set and go cry over there because we're going to need you towards the end of the episode. And Jimmy, handcuff white Darius to the couch because if I do not call him on set, I don't want 
his unregistered sex offender looking ass on the set, okay? Is well, we put an ankle bracelet on so we can monitor his movements. It's supposed to beep when it goes on set. He was freaking out, Carl. He was asking Carl some very pointed questions. What was, there, what was he asking you, Carl? Anything really? Oh, uh, mostly conspiracy theory stuff. And I'm but, pretty up on my conspiracy theories, but a lot of this was above my head, man. Dude, this guy, actually, Aiden, come here real quick. Hurry, hurry. When I say come here, that means run. <laughs> Sit right I here. I get my notes, so. All right. No, dude, well, you're going to be on for notes? two seconds. <laughs> well, I have to get my notes, though. Sit down right here. All right. So, we, Aiden we, is an alien expert, and uh, he says the dumbest crap. And listen, the first time that he ever came here, he had a similar situation that you had. He was actually standing right where you were standing when you met Glenn Beck, because Glenn Beck goes through that door. Yeah. Aiden. White Darius. That was the machine learning thing. Shut up. What did I tell you to say? I said, do not talk to Glenn Beck. That was specific instructions from me. And Glenn Beck was there. He was just this waving guy. I felt like I was He did not party. wave like, to you. He didn't, did, it, did Glenn ever wave at you when he walked by you? No, no, he didn't wave. He doesn't wave at people. He's not, hey, weird guy with long hair. Let me hear about machine learning and aliens. So the first time he's on the show, he goes and confronts Glenn and, and started talking to him about aliens and machine learning. The same experience that you had. Well, I didn't talk to him about that. No, no, I'm saying you didn't talk to Glenn about that. I'm saying the same crap he was talking to you about, he was talking to Glenn about. The guy that started this company, the guy that could fire me in two seconds. You could have this one brain cell worked in your brain. I would be so happy if just one of them worked. Okay, we have to go. What do you want to say to Carl? Okay, ask your question. Well, okay, so Carl, you are talking about that, uh, the kind of funny Mexican mommy that is being... The fake alien. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay, and you were talking about we need to get its DNA tested, but would we get it, the DNA tested by those British uh, doctors who claim every mummy in Britain is of a black person? Stop it! Here, do not say black person on this show! Drink the Windex! Drink the Windex! Nah. Drink the Windex! Drink it! Drink it! Ah, you like that, don't you? <laughs> ah, you like the Windex! Ah, ah, he likes it. It's good glass cleaner. It looks this delicious. Is, it's American glass cleaner. It's actually the same as Pepsi. Patriotic too. Yeah, it's just a little sugar, like... and then it's actually Pepsi. Okay, get off set. You freaked him out, and get all this blue dyes on the carpet. Hey, Alex, we have to talk about the GOP debate. Yes, I know. SEO. Why Darius is killing my vibe? So I don't know if you're familiar, Carl. Last night we had the Republican debate. So I'm sure you're. Just familiar. a quick thing. Then the answer is yes. Um, answer his question yeah that was it okay well God, all right so last <laughs> night we had an incredible pleasure of watching the worst conservative debate that i've ever personally seen but chris christie did come up with the joke of the evening comparing donald trump to donald duck now i don't know if you can zoom in but we actually have the perpetrator that he was speaking of right here this is donald duck this is what I bathe with every day. I rub this on my nipples. Is that weird, Carl? No. Hey, Carl, Carl vibes with it. Yeah, we do very weird stuff in my bathtub with this Donald Duck. I'm not gay for Donald, but I am gay for ducks. Okay, that's neither here nor there, so let's play the clip. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. All right. I want to ask the governor to... And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. All right. Who do you think actually... Who Look wrote at his that? face! Carl, I see his dumb face, Jimmy. Who wrote that bad joke in your opinion, Carl? He wrote it himself. Because no, you would fire anyone else who was around you suggested that joke. He came up with himself. And you can tell because of the way he's like looking into the camera. Got you. I, everyone knew it was a bad idea, but he went for it. Yeah, I mean, Chris Christie's a funny guy because he's 400 pounds and he has <laughs> diabetes. Like, like I want to like it. Uh, Rob Ford from Canada. Do you remember the mayor in Canada? Yeah, yeah, he was enormous. Yeah, but everybody loved him because he was fat and he smoked crack. Like, here in America, <laughs> no, but seriously, here in America, a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like that. guy's not even fat or smoking crack. Well, I'll tell you that what I'm saying is Hunter Biden smokes crack. People love it. Even the conservatives. We don't care. Everybody knows a cokehead. Everybody knows a crackhead. It actually makes him more personable. And more relatable. I guess so, yeah. In a drug-filled world, have you been, has anybody offered you fentanyl since you've been in America? Only twice. Twice? No, I'm joking. Okay, no good. No, no, but you have to be very careful. If you get a hamburger from the wrong McDonald's, there'll be fentanyl in it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Okay. The Do you not know about drug dealers that sell drugs in the drive-thru? It's happened. There was a person that no. died. Yes, they'll put like a bag of weed, right? They say like, they'll go to the, the drive-thru and they'll be like, I want a Mickey special or whatever code word. And they'll literally, there's ones in Detroit, everywhere. What? Is that somebody's cell phone going off? 
White Darius, come here right now. White Darius, come here right now. Come here right now. What the hell are you doing? Why is your cell phone ringer on? Why is your cell phone ringer on? And why is it right next to the speakers and the microphone? I did something bad, Master. Yes. <laughs> no slave jokes, seriously. Yeah, you need to punish it. Where's my belt? Where's oh my, my belt? Where's my belt? Yo, you need a punishment. I don't have anything to whip him with. I don't have anything. I got this. Oh, no, no, not hey, Shut up! Don't ever leave your crap on my set again! Oh, again. Oh, oh, stop! Stop! Get out of my set! Get out of here! Get out of here! Yes, get out of get here! Get out of here! Take your crap with you. Cover up your asshole. Hey, uh, Alex. Yes. Alex, quick question. Can I do a Chris Christie themed joke? Yes, I'll allow it. Hey, after this election, we're not going to call you Vivek Ramaswamy. We're going to call you Vivek Ram My Butthole. Stop, dude. Stop. I mean, that is Chris Christie level of humor. That is Chris Christie level. So That's pretty good. That was pretty good. I actually wrote that joke for Chris Christie. I'm not going to lie. He paid me $5. Shut up, Jimmy. Let me show your mouth. Just. Don't say corny jokes. Don't Just produce the show. Just put the graphics in the show. Make sure that the links work. Make sure that the chat is not being uh, flagged or botted. Can you do that? I could try. I mean, I'm just feeling a little full of myself because how many presidential candidates have you written jokes for? Jimmy, you're lying and you're high right now, okay? Right, you believe that you wrote that joke for Chris Christie. It's Alexis Wilkins did that. Phil yeah, Little. quit drinking on the job. I just want a producer that is not drunk or a, a co-host that's not on Delta 9 gummies. Just Is that too much to ask for? I come up here. I'm not on Delta 9 gummies. I'm not chugging whiskey. I'm out here grinding my dick off to try to make the guests feel comfortable. And I'm fighting white supremacists. I'm fighting black guys. I'm fighting Ivy League graduates. How the hell am I supposed to do this show if your dumb ass is drunk, Jimmy? Did you say grinding your dick? Yes, my penis. Okay. Have you never heard that term either? Grinding my dick off. No, I have. Have you heard that, Carl? That's a common phrase in Constant. America. Yeah. Oh, we did. We did get two twenty dollars super chats while you were yelling at White Darius. Okay. Were they uh, even fat guy videos? Said buy Darius some fentanyl for his boo boo. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Then yeah, we might give him some fentanyl. For the um, and then another one. Bad Buddha said DJT in twenty twenty four MAGA. I think he likes some. Um, Oh, actually, that, that's a good question. Let's ask Carl before we get on Roger, because we know Roger's opinion. I know you don't get to vote in the American election, but who do you want to be the president in 2024 if you could pick? Trump. You do want Trump? Oh, hell yeah. Because no one else pisses them off like he does. No, I love Trump, too, but you know, this is the thing, too. Yeah, he's not perfect. He's not perfect. By any, I mean, no boomer is, right? But, uh, but Trump's great, and he's hilarious, and I want to see them constantly deranged about him all day, every day. Yeah, he like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So yeah, I mean, I do love Donald Trump, but some of the stuff like he shut down this country, and then I think us shutting down yeah. caused. But the thing is, everyone did it, right? Everybody it was, did it. It was kind of this this weird thing where no one knew like what the consequence of COVID because yeah. I think it was a Chinese psyop. They're putting out all these videos of people dropping in the street, and if you've got that coming, you're like, okay, shit. But then what happened? Everyone, a few people got the sniffles. So it was just like, okay, it wasn't justified. Yeah, I mean, now looking back, obviously it wasn't the right decision. But at the time, if you have a bunch of science. Everyone's freaking out. But he should have known Dr. Fauci gave all those people in the 80s AZT, you know, a cancer drug for AIDS. Yeah. So he should have, I mean, Donald Trump. I mean, Fauci probably shouldn't have a job. I know, and shite. he should have fired him on day two. Yeah, I know. Oh, Dr. Fauci, give me that ouchie! Oh, my gosh, I don't like Dr. Uh, Fauci. Another, uh, Super chat from someone in Canada. He said a lot of messed up stuff, but his name's Respectful Man. I'm okay, not going to read it. Thank you. We can't read that. We don't want to go to freaking. Um, uh, YouTube also, jail. let's let's plug your uh, the chat rat community. Oh yes. Also, guys, if you want to join the chat rat community, go to tinyurl.com/chatratcity. It will give you instant access to personal posts by me, Primetime Alex Stein, and you're going to be in a like-minded community of fellow chat rats where you can actually feel comfortable in your own skin for once. It's a non-judgmental zone, just like Planet Fitness, but we don't have any physical fitness requirements. We just need you in the chat chatting about me 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. That's all it takes to be the best chat rat. Join Are, today. What, Jimmy? Oh, I was saying I pinned it. Okay, don't ever interrupt me when I talk. I thought you were done. Again. I'm sorry. Don't ever interrupt me again. Okay, got it. Apologize. I'm sorry.
Not accepted. All right, now are we ready to welcome on our list? Ready. We welcome on the most fashionable conservative in the world. And not only is he a legendary campaign manager, he's a personal friend of mine, the one, the only, Roger Stone. Roger, welcome to the show. Alex, great to be here. So, Roger, is there any sort of thing that Chris Christie could wear that wouldn't make him look like he's 700 pounds? Like, how would you dress Chris Christie if you were that fat? Chris Christie needs to run. Not for president. He just needs to run. I mean, that faux tough guy act, like, he's not a tough guy. Uh, this is the most hated former governor in New Jersey history. Back at home, he's got a 9% approval rating. The guy couldn't draw flies. Uh, he's reinvented himself. Now he says he was a conservative governor. No evidence of that. Uh, it, people don't know this, but as a prosecutor, he gave a, a very lucrative conservativeship to another prosecutor to give Chris Christie's brother a pass on insider trading charges uh, in a swarmy deal in which everybody else involved went to jail and did time. So this idea that he is a good guy uh, or a tough law and order guy is a joke. Yeah, but Roger, why doesn't why doesn't that deal when he, he lifted up the bridge in New Jersey and then a bunch of his staffers got in trouble? Why do, why don't people ever bring that up? I don't ever hear that anymore. Well, unfortunately, he kind of escaped. He let underlings take the fall. But people should remember his lawyer in that matter was none other than Christopher Ray. Uh, that's right, the guy wow. who later became FBI director. Uh, and Christopher Ray. And Chris Christie, for some reason, they lost his cell phone. His cell phone was lost. So they let underlings take the fall. Anybody who knows Chris Christie knows that he's a mean-spirited, vindictive prick uh, and that he's also a control freak. So there's zero chance that he wasn't in on the close down of the George Washington Bridge, uh, did it to punish a, a local mayor whose small town was at the base of the bridge, causing a giant traffic issue for this little town. Uh, this guy is uh, running for the worst possible reason, revenge. He has no chance to be elected president. He has no chance to be nominated. And if the New Jersey Republican primary, which Chris Christie and his friends are trying to cancel so that their delegates will be chosen in some back uh, some smoke-filled back room, it actually takes place. Donald Trump will kick Chris Christie's ass in the New Jersey Republican primary by 40, 50, maybe 60 points. I think it's obviously Trump will win the primary. I mean, you'd be an idiot if you would think that that would even be a competition. But I have an in-studio guest, Carl Benjamin. He's from the UK. And the reason my question is, is Trump the global choice? Because I believe the deep state is afraid of Trump because he is so popular, not just only in America, but in the world. Does, in your opinion, does Trump have that influence still or is it losing that because of, you know, now they think he's a criminal? You know, that some of the hope that he had or some of the goodwill that he earned, is that starting to get tarnished by the mainstream media? No, I think not at all. In fact, I would argue as a number of these European countries are overrun with their own uh, illegal migrant crisis, Trump looks uh, more and more like the only sane guy on the planet. I just did an interview with uh, Le Figaro, a big French uh, news outlet. Of course, I can't read it, but I sure look good in the pictures in any event. Uh, it is, uh, it is uh, the only time in American history uh, when everything came down to one man other than George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and now Donald Trump. Whether or not we are going to survive as a free nation, whether we're going to survive with uh, our constitutional liberties intact, uh, whether we're going to survive economically, whether we're going to avoid having all of our money controlled in some digital currency scheme, uh, whether we are going to have safe neighborhoods and streets, or whether you and I are going to be conscripted into paying for the lifestyle of illegals, uh, all rests in the fate of one man, Donald J. Trump. Is he perfect? Not even close. Is he head and shoulders better than anyone else? I would argue that he's now awakened. In other words, uh, he was a great president in his first term. He made some mistakes, but he wasn't a skilled or experienced politician. Now he understands exactly how the deep state works. Now he understands how Washington works. That's why they are increasingly hysterical. The more they indict this guy on trumped up charges, uh, the stronger he seems to get. Uh, that's why you see this hysteria in both the media and the Democrat cabal.
No, you're right. I mean, I think Trump is, uh, I mean, he is the answer. And, you know, you've run campaigns. I'm obviously voting for Trump. But when we talk about DeSantis's campaign, is that the worst campaign that you've ever seen run? Because he had a lot of momentum. I mean, not the same momentum as Trump, but DeSantis did have momentum. Did he really mess this up? Now he's, he's pulling worse than Vivek Ramaswamy? Uh, it's, it's a dumpster fire. I mean, it, here's the problem, and that is likability is still a key factor in American politics. Ron DeSantis is a mutant weirdo with a severe personality <laughs> disorder who doesn't like people, uh, who's uh, socially awkward and has uh, an extremely ambitious and overbearing wife. Uh, he began to believe his own press clips. So, uh, sure, when you just spent you know, uh, $25 million on paid media, including digital media in places like Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, he, he had a temporary bump in the polls. But once things settled down and once people began to focus on his total lack of unlikability, uh, it, it started to collapse. Let me put it to you this way, Alex. If you had a choice of seeing the Beatles or seeing a Beatles tribute band, which one would you go see? Uh, easily the Beatles, duh, you're right. I mean, the person that's trying to impersonate, you know, the real deal is never going to be as liked or, or, you know, nobody's going to like it as much. I mean, Roger, I, I just, when I ask this question, if I had to go back, I would say the 90s were the best area, but when was the last time America was great in your opinion? That's a very difficult question. Uh, I guess I'd have to say, in truth, the, the 60s, uh, I think things start to go downhill with the uh, government-sponsored murder of President John F. Kennedy. You've read my yes. book on that. Uh, the same people who took out Kennedy in a bloody coup uh, took out Richard Nixon in a silent coup for much the same reasons. He was threatening to take power back from the intelligence agencies and back to the from the national security apparatus. These are the same people who tried to take Ronald Reagan down in Iran-Contra, the same institutions and people who sought to take Donald Trump down uh, in two impeachments, plus the Russian collusion hoax and the Ukrainian hoax, which we now know was really just a cover up for the massive financial crimes, uh, influence peddling, extortion, bribery, racketeering by the Biden crime family. So uh, it, 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 this is the last best chance. When Trump says this is the final battle, he he's not kidding. It is now or never. I, I saw Rachel Madcow the other day saying, if Donald Trump is elected, it will be our last uh, presidential election. No, Rachel, if he's not elected, it will be our last election. Wow, that's pretty strong words. I mean, you, what do you think it'll be? I mean, obviously you're just speculating that, but if we, Roseanne, who's a very good friend of mine, says the same thing, we're not gonna have an election. So what happens in that, in that situation, that scenario? They're just gonna say, hey, we don't have a president, and this is the de facto president, Joe Biden or Kamala Harris? I mean, I, I'm just kind of curious how that would happen. It's very simple. All they have to do uh, is declare war on Russia. Now, uh, Joe Biden could enact the War Powers Act. And under the War Powers Act, which has been passed by Congress and signed into law by a previous president, he can indefinitely postpone the next elections forever. Wait, slow down. That's true. So if they go to war, because you know we're going to get involved with NATO, and I think it's inevitable that we're going to be in a war with Russia. So could they be having a war in order to push the presidential uh, campaign? I mean, is, the election, is that what you're kind of insinuating, Roger? I'm not insinuating. I'm flat out saying it. I think that that is the plan. And by the way, the stronger Trump gets, the stronger a lead he takes over Biden or whoever they end up nominating, uh, the more likely that is to happen. I think we're now, they're kind of shocked that everything they've done so far hasn't worked. So yes, I think that these people are perfectly capable of formalizing a war with Russia when China is actually our largest adversary abroad, uh, and then enacting the War Powers Act to indefinitely postpone the next election and all future elections. Uh, this is not some fever dream. This is this is uh, a legal possibility under existing U.S. law. Wow. Okay. Now this is my last question. I got to let Carl ask the question. I personally think, and this is just me guessing, I think they're going to make Joe Biden, you know, step down. I think the Hunter stuff will just be too much, and I believe there'll be something right before the end of his term because I think they want to put Kamala Harris. They know she's not qualified to be president. They know that she wouldn't win an election, but I think they want to put a multicultural, progressive person, and then I think they'll go right back to a white person like Gavin Newsom. But do you think Joe Biden will complete his entire presidency? 
Uh, I think he's going to try to hang on. That doesn't mean he runs for re-election. Remember, in the current term, uh, if he's still breathing, he would theoretically serve until January of 2025. Now, Joe is not going to want to give away the power to pardon himself, his brother, his son, and other individual members of the Biden crime family. But he doesn't have to run for re-election to retain that power. Barack Obama, who is, uh, if not the titular head of the party, he's certainly the de facto head of the party and the cabal. Uh, and uh, his people understand that Joe Biden is uh, looking more like a stone cold loser, that the combination of his inability to string together a coherent sentence combined with the impact of his disastrous policies, gasoline prices, grocery prices, inflation, uh, the fentanyl crisis, the illegals crisis, the crime crisis, take your pick. Uh, we're more concerned about the Ukrainian borders than we are our own borders. Uh, now you combine that with the really clear evidence of extortion, bribery, money laundering, racketeering, illegal lobbying, uh, influence peddling, uh, multi-million dollar payments from Russia, China, Romania. Joe can't get through uh, another election, and the Democrats know it. So I believe uh, that this plays out much earlier. In other words, towards the end of this year, when the filing deadlines come for the first uh, nominating processes, uh, Joe Biden will announce that he is not leaving office, but not running again. Now they have a giant problem because the same people who know Joe Biden can't win an election know that Kamala Harris who is theoretically next in line, cannot win an election, which is why I stick by my prediction that the only way to replace a woman of color uh, in the Democratic Party today is with a, another woman of color, which is why I think Michelle Obama will be a candidate for president uh, to follow Joe Biden. Uh, like her husband, she's written two biographies. Like her husband, she was the keynote speaker at the at the last Democratic. And National like her husband, she's a boy too. <laughs> uh, here's the problem. That's a joke, it, obviously. <laughs> we could sit here and make jokes about her gender all night, but I think it would be a political mistake. They will have unlimited media. Uh, pardon me, unlimited money. They'll have fawning media coverage. Uh, she would be certainly more formidable than than uh, you know than sleep. Be crooked Joe. I think she would win. No, I think you're right. I think if she ran, she would win 100% because that's what they want the progressive, multicultural, black. You know, I mean, that's what they want. But I think that they're so hypocritical, Roger. I still think Gavin somehow is going to come in. I don't know why, but you don't think Gavin has any chance. I mean, he was at the debate last night. That's, that's a pretty bold move. Well, but he was there as a Biden campaign surrogate. But that, you know, that's bull crap. You know, he says he's a surrogate. He's. Well, he achieves two things. One, he demonstrates his faux fealty to Joe Biden, yet he is able to uh, essentially advertise his availability. Here's the answer to your question. They will let Gavin Newsom be vice president. Uh, they're going to make him pay several hundred million dollars in special interest campaign funds for that position. Uh, and they'll put him on the ticket uh, with Michelle Obama. Uh, and then he would be in line for the presidency. But they have a serious problem. Even a candidate as flawed as Kamala Harris cannot be replaced by a white male within the construct of today's Democratic Party. Wow. You got anything for him, Carl? Yeah, I've, um, I've got a question actually about the DeSantis campaign, uh, more specifically sure. the campaigners themselves. Because I'm, I'm actually really good friends with a lot of the people who are closely tied to DeSantis. And I'm really concerned about the bad blood that has entered into the Republican Party since DeSantis launched his campaign. I'm sure you see it all the time on Twitter. Incredible amounts of sniping and backstabbing and vitriol that I really don't like. Um, is there an honorable way that the DeSantis campaigners can climb down from the mistake I think they know they've made by backing DeSantis over Trump? Well, first of all, I think it depends on DeSantis himself. Look, he was only uh, reelected six months ago, and this state has an insurance crisis. It has a utility rate crisis. It has a malaria crisis. Crime is creeping up. Uh, ultimately, the illegal migrant problem does manifest itself here. Uh, this is why he was reelected. So uh, I think the best thing for him to do now is to throw in the towel, return to Florida, and just do the job he was elected to. 
this effort to reinvent his record on COVID, I'm sorry, it just isn't going to work. doesn't matter how many people on Twitter want to insist that he handled it differently than Donald Trump. That's just not true. Uh, and the receipts uh, exist out there. Uh, I think they were both wrong on COVID, but who knew at the time, in all honesty? So uh, at this point, I, I think he ought to be looking for a, 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 an exit but I also think that he has intrinsically already badly damaged his long-term brand. Uh, the truth is, all he had to do was wait. He was viewed as the heir apparent, yeah. I think probably prematurely, given his lack of personality. But had he just waited and recognized that he was lifted out of complete obscurity by the good graces of Donald Trump himself, he would have been in line for this nomination. And he probably could have gotten it with Donald Trump's ultimate support. Uh, I can tell you, knowing Trump for 45 years, he is a man who tends to reconcile with those that he sometimes falls out with. There's a long pattern of that. But in the case of Ron DeSantis, I think he is so uh, upset about the treachery and the lack of loyalty, given the crucial role he played in DeSantis's rise, I don't think he will ever, ever reconcile with him. Wow. And you said it best. I mean, if he just would have waited, I think 2028, he would have had, if he just would have been Trump's biggest cheerleader or maybe campaigned to be vice president, he would have been in a lot better situation. Okay. Now, one of my idiot uh, actors and uh, employees wants to ask a question. Do not embarrass me. What is okay. the question? Why didn't Trump pardon Ted Kaczynski? Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! Why would you ask that dumbass question? I didn't even get that pre-approved. Don't answer that unless you want to. I, I'm actually curious about the answer. Okay, now we want to answer. I, 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 I can't answer it because I've never even considered the possibility. It's so outside. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Roger, for not acknowledging that question with a serious response. Me, if you ask me why he didn't, for example, pardon Julian Assange, I could answer because he was misled by Mike Pompeo and others of the CIA who falsely convinced him that the WikiLeaks disclosures uh, called, caused the uh, death of American service members around the globe. It's an egregious lie. It's false. But I think that's what he was told. Uh, I've never even thought about whether he should have uh, pardoned the Unabomber, but uh, I can't <laughs> see why the Unabomber would merit pardoning. Well, okay. One last thing before you go, Jimmy. I know you have a question. Now my producer well, has a question. What is it? Well, mean? we had we had a couple things. Oh yeah, we uh, got to play the clip. Yeah, right. I okay. want to see this clip from the debate last night. It was pretty good. Everybody tag in Donald Trump. Donald Trump, if you can hear us, please, Donald Trump, please save me. Please save me. Please get these people away from me. In dear God's name, please stop these people. That's the producers of the JFP debate last night wishing Donald Trump was there so they could get some views. They needed Donald Trump to save him. Okay, that's enough of the clip. They needed, they needed Donald Trump to save him. Why didn't Donald do the debate? He would be the star. You know, uh, why do you think he's not doing it, Roger? Well, first of all, I think he was a star without being there. That's true. This is the first guy in the history of American politics to win a debate by not participating in it. And if anything, last night was such a train wreck people talking over each other and trying to score cheap uh, shots and cheap points with pre-memorized, scripted, uh, spontaneous lines uh, and insults, uh, he only would have lowered himself. I mean, you elevate those people when you share a stage with them. Uh, and when you're 50, 40, 50, 60 points ahead, uh, it's all risk. Uh, and there's no, uh, there's no uh, upside for you, only downside. Why would you give... Chris Christie, a man who is, you know, not breaking 1% nationally, uh, a free shot at you. For what reason would you do that? Uh, I'm reminded, uh, you know, of Richard Nixon, uh, who frankly told everybody, Dwight Eisenhower, all of his advisors, I'm not going to debate. I'm not going to debate John Kennedy. He's less known than I am. He's got less experience and stature than I do. And then he disastrously agrees to four debates and well, you know where it went from there. So Trump has everything to lose and nothing to win. Uh, he dominates the debates by not being there. Well, last question. When Richard Nixon, when he did those, agreed to those debates with JFK, I learned in school that the reason why he lost is because he was sweaty and they said JFK had makeup on and he looked better. What, what really happened in those from you know, the horse's mouth? 
I think that's essentially accurate. So uh, after Labor Day, Nixon bumped his knee on a car door and developed an infection in his knee. So he was hospitalized for two weeks. He was still on antibiotics. He was 15 pounds underweight. Uh, he was still running a fever. He had made a, a rash promise at the 1960 convention to visit all 50 states, an enormous mistake. Mm. So he actually did five speeches and rallies on his way to Chicago. He showed up in Chicago exhausted, uh, still running a fever, underweight. Uh, and when they went to the lighting check, which is kind of like the weigh-in in a prize fight, they say his face was almost as gray as his suit. Now, John Kennedy, he then went to his hotel room to cram for the debate. Jack Kennedy went to the roof of the hotel with two gorgeous hookers and sunned himself for most of the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Nixon never understood that how you looked was every bit as important uh, as what you had to say. It is true that those who listened to the first debate on the radio uh, did think that Nixon had won on the basis of content, of substance. But those who watched it on TV saw a bronzed god uh, in uh, Jack Kennedy. Kennedy also wore a navy blue suit. Nixon unwisely wore a light gray suit. Huge mistake. Uh, and then, as you point out, uh, when they said to Senator Kennedy, uh, Senator Kennedy, will you be requiring makeup for tonight? Kennedy said, no, no makeup for me. Of course, Nixon heard this. And they said, Mr. Vice President, will you be requiring makeup for tonight? No, Nixon said, no, no makeup for me. Whereupon John Kennedy went to his dressing room where his personal makeup man who'd been flown in from New York touched him up, although he had a deep tan already. Uh, and Nixon's advisors begged him uh, to uh, to be allowed to be made up. And Nixon said, I don't want to look like some kind of pansy. So to compromise, Nixon agreed to use a product called a lazy shave, which is a powder uh, that you put on your face to conceal a five o'clock shadow. Uh, Ron DeSantis might have used some of this last night, frankly. Uh, and uh, as the debate began, it became clear that Kennedy's handlers had turned off the air conditioning. And then when John Kennedy came at Nixon, not from the left, but from the right, attacking him for not doing enough to remove the communists from Cuba, attacking him for not uh, dealing with the uh, islands of Quimoy and Matsu, which were off the coast of China, uh, accusing him of opposing a massive defense buildup, Nixon began to sweat. And as he began to sweat, his makeup began to run. It was an unmitigated disaster. Now, what people don't know is that there were four more debates. Nixon went on a regimen of milkshakes. Uh, he regained weight. He got a sun lamp. Uh, it is widely thought that he won the next three debates. Uh, people will tell you, well, the first debate had a much bigger audience and that was determinative. Actually, the fourth debate only had 100,000 households fewer than the first debate. It was generally thought to be Nixon's best debate. It's why that election was a photo finish. Uh, it's also why it was stolen uh, from Nixon, as I detail in my book, Tricky Dick, The Rise and Fall and Rise of Richard M. Nixon. Wow. Well, that's a, as historian as it gets, a guy that was actually, you know, working for Richard Nixon. Well, thank you, Roger. All right, Alex, I got a quick what? Take 10 Hurry. seconds. We have to let him go. Question. I told him. Alex, or uh, Roger, excuse me. Roger, I need your thoughts on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dating. Oh, my go. gosh, Jimmy. Who? Taylor yeah, Swift. exactly. Taylor Swift Taylor and Swift Travis Kelsey. Boyfriend. Who? Yeah, thank you. That's his answer. Okay, great answer. <laughs> All right, Roger, tell the people how they can find you before, we, before you go. One more time. Oh, excuse me. Tell the audience how they can find you and support you before you go. Sure, absolutely. So you can find me every weekday at five o'clock Eastern at stonezone.live, where I do a lively net-based show. But on weekends, I'm at WABC Radio in New York at wabcradio.com between 3 and 5 p.m. Eastern. So check it out. WABC is one of the most legendary radio stations in New York City. So such an honor and a privilege. Anytime I get to talk to you, Roger, thank you for coming on. I'll talk to you and text you soon. Thanks, guys. God bless you. Yes, sir. All right. That went long. I love Roger. You know, he has those long answers. He knows his stuff, man. I know. Can you believe all that inside yeah. baseball about Nixon? You know, he has a Richard Nixon tattoo. Is that really true? I saw the thing. Yeah, he on. does actually right. have it. Yeah, we actually had. Did he show it last time, Jimmy? <clears throat> no, we had a picture of it, though.
All right, now, this is the point of the episode that you have all been waiting for. This is the moment of truth. We are going to pit against each other. White Darius versus Black Darius. In a game of skill, not a game of chance, because I don't want these people, these two men, to lose because of chance. I want them to be just solely based on their skills. All right, Alex, while you're getting set up, I need to read the super chats during the interview. $50 super chat from Matthew Adams. Roger Stone is the man. When he talks, we all need to listen. Much respect, sir. And then uh, Myth Informed said, why was Fox News asking woke CRT questions? What's going on over there? I don't know. I love Myth Informed. Thank you, Sean. Okay, so first competition. Now, come over here so you're on the light. Come over here. So this is Brandon the referee. He's gonna be keeping track of a lot of the competitions because I can only host and do so much. Now, you have a black strong man in Darius. He's fathered three kids, right? You had three babies? Uh-huh. Are you sure? Shut uh-huh. up, my right, Darius, now your turn to talk. He has three babies, but he's kind of a deadbeat dad, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, that's a yes. So, he has no kids and you are a virgin, right? I broke, up a, broke into a sperm bank and just replaced it with my sperm. Okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> All right, so. And he's an unregistered sex offender. Now, the first skill test. You guys are going to compete in a push-up contest. So get head-to-head right here, like we warmed up. Hurry, hurry, guys. We only have a few minutes, and Carl's a big guest. We don't want to waste his time. <laughs> it's all right. So it's Brandon will say go. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Hold your roll. Yeah, hold your roll. Get on your knees. So when Brandon says go, we're going to count. One, two, three, four, however he counts it. All right. We're going to see who can go the furthest. Okay, get up. Get up. Everybody up. Knees off the ground. Down. One. You can come up. Count it. Down. Two, no, go up, don't go on the ground. Do a regular push-up. Okay, now three. Up, go up. Guys, you don't know how to do a push-up. You go up and down. Up, now go up. Darius, what okay, are you doing? White Darius wins, White Darius wins. Gosh, dude, you're supposed to be an African-American strong man. Carl's gonna get a bad impression about our athletic prowess. <laughs> Me, as partially black, you represent us. You understand that? Of course, but I've never been good at push-ups. All right, we need to move. British All right, accent now, contest. Now, stand right here. Come over here. Come over here. Come over here, White Darius. In front of, get out of the way of Carl, just, just like this. So, Carl is from the United Kingdom. Have you ever heard of it? Well, yes, I've heard Shut of up. it. Shut up. It's a place where Gordon Ramsay's from. All right, my favorite chef. Now, you guys are going to have to read this phrase in your best British accent. And Carl's gonna choose who wins because he's actually British. All right. All right, you you go first. I'd like a cup of tea, lads. Prince Andrew loved little boys. I don't know why you sang that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that was weird. That was very bizarre. <laughs> you got this, wait, before you say this, I want you to win. I wanna fire his ass. <laughs> say it like a British person. Hooked on politics. Shut up. <laughs> Hooked on. Stop laughing and say it. You're British. Hello, mate. Morning, mates. I like a cup of tea, lads. Prince Andrew loved little boys. Okay, don't get that. Don't get in the way of Carl's camera. Now show Carl. I gotta hand it to to White Darius. No! White Darius is two and oh! What the heck? Yeah, White Darius That's is a, leading. Is this a racial bias thing? I don't know, <laughs> but I could have sworn Carl was going to say Darius, Black Darius, but okay. All right, now the third competition, old-fashioned Indian spelling bee. Curry's really big in the UK. Yeah. He knows that, and they're really good at spelling. So we're going to each give you a word. I want you to spell it. The first word for Darius is watermelon. W-A-C-E-R-M-E-L-O-N. Yes! Yeah! Okay. Spell Tallahassee. T-A-L-L-A- 
H A S S E E. Oh my gosh, wow. did he get that right? He got that right. He did. That's, that's Oh just... my gosh, you're fighting for your life today, son. <laughs> you don't want to lose this job, do you? No, I don't. I can tell. You asked wow. me that one again. All right, now we gotta ask you a word. Spell, and it's two words, cocoa butter. <laughs> C-O-C-O-A. B-U-T-T-E-R. That's right. All right. Now spell the word kangaroo. K-A-N-G-A-R-O-O. -O. Is that right? Nope. That's it's right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So hey, now uh, $20 Super Chat Fat Guy Videos, $20. <laughs> Consider this a bribe to give Darius the win. Okay. Now hurry okay now this is the last word one of you guys has to miss it okay darius spell probation <laughs> <laughs> probation p-r-o-b-a-t-i-o-n yes okay 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 now jimmy i need a word that this mother effer cannot spell I know a uh, spell. Mayonnaise. No, no, I think you can spell. No, 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 not mayonnaise. You're going to have to spell the word uh, 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 myocarditis. Oh, this is easy. M-Y-O-C-A-R-D-I-T-U-S. No, oh, he misspelled it. He misspelled it. Oh, We're having my favorite competition. Chris, this, we are two to one. Now, both of you gentlemen, we're going to play a song and I want you to do your finest dance. And Carl's going to be the judge, so kind of dance towards him and he's gonna be like American Idol. But don't step in front of the camera that's on Don't Carl. step in front of the camera, so dance right here because Carl's camera is very important. So, now play some music. All right, start dancing. Dance contest. Hurry, Darius. Darius, da you're down. Two to one. Why, Darius, you're in front of the camera. Yeah, why, Both of you are in front of the camera. Get out of this. Black Darius, dance. Dance, Black Darius. Go dance. <laughs> dance. Don't just sit there and laugh. Dance, Black Darius. Oh. Oh. Oh, I got oh. like that. Oh. Oh, yeah. Now fight a little. Okay, wait, wait. Now don't fight me. Okay. Okay, now who won that? Who is the best dancer, Carl? Please, for the love of God, say Black Darius. Who is the best dancer? Man, at the risk of committing a hate crime, it was White Darius again. No! <laughs> no, okay, we can have a tiebreaker. Okay, we can have it. We can have a competition now. This, this is winner take all because Carl thinks he's very cute. Now get your ass up here. Now what we have right here is an old-fashioned banana eating contest. We have. Three bananas right here and three bananas right here. Brandon is gonna come, Brandon, you can come stand here in the middle. Brandon's gonna count and make sure who can eat the three bananas the fastest. Are you guys ready? Yep. Brandon's gonna call you down. So Brandon, you get in the center. On your marks. Get set. Eat. Hurry, hurry. Hurry, go faster, guys. Oh my gosh, White Darius is easily winning this. Oh my, Black Darius, go faster! Black Darius, go faster! Go faster, go faster. You gotta finish those, bud. Uh-oh. Hurry, 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 how many is that? How many, that's two! Two to one! Two to one! Two to one! You gotta eat them at the same time. Hurry! Double dog them. Take that one. Oh my gosh, Aiden wins! You idiot, you idiot! Give me this banana! You don't need a banana! You don't need a banana when I tell you to eat a banana! Come here! Come here! Show his face! Eat the banana! Eat the banana! You don't want to eat your banana! That's what you get! That's what you get! You get a stupid banana! Oh, put this on the internet! Clip that banana head! You're fired! I brought you back and now you're fired again! I can't help it if his throat's four times deeper than mine. Yeah! Oh. I wanted you to win! I wanted me to win too. Do you remember when we had that moment together and I fed you that banana? It broke course. the internet? <laughs> I didn't think his throat was that much deeper than mine. Yeah, you killed him. Wow. I mean, he killed you. You look disgusting. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it.
So you're fired, so leave, you're done. All right guys, I know you guys liked Black Darius. He's no longer employed here. You're stuck with White Darius forever, so show White Darius. <laughs> All right. Yeah! All right, here, but hey, I don't want you to think you're going out of here empty-handed because Darius, this is his last day. He's getting his severance package. That is $40. So, have fun with that. And uh, it's been fun working with you. A good experience for me. Oh, it's been good for you. Did you learn a lot? Don't be afraid to put me on your resume. I'll give you a great recommendation anybody ever calls me. I'm gonna tell them you're a terrible employee. <laughs> Anything you wanna say? The show's almost over. So you're gonna say I'm a terrible employee, but, but, but the most lovable person? Yes, yes, that's what I'm gonna say. Okay. All right, goodbye, Darius. Bye-bye. Oh. On the back of his head. <laughs> so much banana on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a banana on your head like that? <laughs> Here, let me give you one goodbye banana. For look at the camera. Remember when I fed you this banana the, the first time? Of course. Remember it broke the internet? <laughs> this is for you. This is for all you guys. I hate that this is the last banana we'll ever share together. Open up, Darius. <laughs> Darius! He's fired! He's gone! Now, if any of you chat rats say, where is Darius? You saw why. He didn't compete. He didn't win. He's gone. Bye, Darius. <laughs> oh, Carl. Um, this has been an emotional episode. Uh, Jimmy. Carl messed that whole bit up. Why did you tell him to vote for White Darius? I, I, don't know. I thought, you know, I thought Black Darius Now my favorite employee's gone because it, of you, Carl. If it helps, it wasn't because of him. It was genuinely that White Darius has uh, got a weird amount of throat space. I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it's just weird, man. It is bizarre how much throat <laughs> yeah. space he has. He's strangely, actually, strangely rhythmic as well. He can dance. I mean, I, who saw it coming? Right? I, he doesn't look like a dancer. No, I thought, and I thought the push-up contest would for sure be Darius. Yeah. It doesn't look into a single one, but Alex, I, for, I forgot. I put in a little winner. The winner has to recreate this photo with the monkey. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing. That. Actually, I'll do it with Darius. Come here, I'll do it with Darius. Come on, Darius. Come on, for old time's sake, before you go, do not kiss me. Do not kiss me or do anything. Do not do anything weird. Make sure that you can see the guest. Okay, for the oh, yeah, that's, that's what I want. All right. All right. <laughs> Oh. Get off that! Get out! Get out of here! God Almighty! Get! See this? Well, you what? Show this, Sam. Let me show you a banana. How fast a banana can go? Show! No! No! Do not give him a sword. Show! Show him why this. Ah! Ah! Clean those up. All right, guys. The show. Get! Do not throw a banana. Um, caption contest winner. Was number Stop. one. The show's almost over. Ca Caption contest right. winner was number one. Okay, thank you, number one. I don't give a damn. I forget which one that was. So, Carl, before you go, how can people find you and support you? Uh, you can go to loadseas.com or follow me on Twitter at Sargon of a Cad. I feel like I'm going to have to explain you throwing bananas at a black man to someone at some I point. I hope not. I hope nobody's watching the show right now. Jimmy, <laughs> yeah, me too. Nobody's watching this, right? No, this is actually one of our most viewed shows. No, it's once. not. <laughs> yeah, we. I'm not kidding. We hit 1,300. No, 1,300 people saw me throw bananas at a black man. Well, that was it was 1,100 at that point. But 1,100 people saw me do that. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah, we're going to get clipped to oblivion. Jimmy! I can't wait. Just stop letting me do crap like that in front of 1,100 people, You're okay? right. That's, uh, that's my fault. You're right. On the show, say, Alex, calm down. There's 1,100 people here. Don't feed a banana to a large black man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I will I will say that. You will you will definitely listen to me. I will always listen to that. Mm -hmm. Good at sage advice. I don't know if I, I want... I listen to Carl's advice because he gives sage advice. Maybe Carl actually saved you by letting the white man win so you didn't do some weird celebration. 
What is that supposed to mean? You thought we're going to, what, have gay sex or something on the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a banana. Do we something weird with a banana. We already did something weird with a banana. You already, you loved it. You willed that into existence. Yeah, it was pretty gay. You, you was gay as hell. Carl just called me gay. Jimmy, great. <sighs> well. <laughs> Sorry, man. I know. Oh, how can I debate you? I just had a banana with a black man in my mouth. I mean, how can I, if I'm objectively debating that, I lose. Because what I did was gay. And so, LGBTQ mafia. Your newest member, me. Ah! <laughs> All right, guys, go to lotuseaters.com. Make sure to support the one, the only, Carl Benjamin. Carl, did you have fun at least? Dude, it was amazing. My cheeks are killing me. I've been laughing. Okay, so wait, much. but one last thing. We do this every episode. Oh, my God. We do this every episode. <laughs> we love you, Vladimir Zalich. No, do not do that. Do not hail. Oh! Get out of here. Stop doing that. I love you, Mother Russia. Ma oh, the book's on fire. Jimmy, the book's on fire. Oh, shite. Jimmy, what did I tell you about letting me start fires on the set? I say, we had a meeting. You're not allowed to start fires on set. And you go, shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> That's a good impression, too. Yeah, I know. He's pretty good at impersonating <laughs> me doing that. All right, guys. We're in the show the same way every time in the freestyle finale. DJ, hit that beat. Get on set, Darius. Yo, it's prime time and white Darius. Yes, you know it was hilarious. Carl Benjamin sitting in the chair, acting like he doesn't know where he's at, cause he's high on some crack, like he's Hunter Biden. You know we're riding. Donald Trump ain't a chump. I know Chris Christie needs a bump, cause he's fat and he eats too much. And his penis he can't touch. No room for his arms. These are my good luck charms on Primetime 99. Go support Carl. Go support Roger. I love you all. Darius is gone. You'll never see him again. I love you all. Good night.